Brotherhood of the Sober Screen coming at you live again from my basement. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Lists. We're doing Lists this week, and we are going to be addressing three times you got goosebumps from films. Full disclosure, all mine are cartoons. Just kidding. Duff. Just kidding? Really? I oh, now you are kidding? Oh, no. I did ask for clarification. Was I there did. any clarification that we needed on this no. one? No. Okay. okay. Just just Times movies gave you goosebumps. I thought you said there Cartoons, was whatever you want to do. Okay. This has to be a feature-length film. My list is very... Yeah, I had to break it down to three, but it was hard, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got that. Really tough. I had a bunch. Uh, so, yeah, maybe we could talk a little bit about honorable mentions. I would love to do that because this, this is a big list. Okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so three times I got goosebumps. Uh, there's no particular order as far as the best. Mm-hmm. All these, I really felt the same. Anyway, uh, I will start with Toy Story. Okay. When Buzz flies at the end. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and Woody yells out, to infinity and beyond. Because right oh. you know, Buzz quoted Woody, this isn't flying, this is falling with style. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Woody quotes Buzz, to yeah. infinity and beyond. Yeah. Gives me goosebumps every time. The music... Because goosebumps to me are a blend of music and um, when it happens mm-hmm. at the right moments. You know, this is the part where we blow up. Not today. They fall. Then it's we're, you know now we're gonna die when we hit, and then he just takes off. Even though it's impossible for Buzz to do that. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Right. It's they sold so it. amazing. They sold it to you. Yeah. They right. somehow sold to me that he can fly. Right. Right. Yeah. So that moment, every time I always get goosebumps. Right when Buzz flies. At the end. Anyway, right. yeah. moment. Yeah, one one um, great thing on. about that film that I always think is probably the greatest aspect of that, one of the greatest aspects of that film, right. besides the two actors who played Woody and Buzz, mm. probably the greatest thing about that film, um, <laughs> I is the false climax in that film. Do you know what the false climax is? It gets me every uh, single time. Uh, uh, uh. The false climax is when they defeat Sid. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they, then they run to the moving truck, and you're like, oh, my gosh. There's this whole other yeah, A whole yeah. other, a yeah. whole challenge. other cl- yeah, yeah, challenge yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. It gets me every time. I'm like, this film is just so great. That, that, just so that, great. that whole scene with RC, yes. the RC car, yeah. yep. is, the whole thing is incredible. Yeah, incredible. Mm. Yep. All right, go ahead. Number two, sorry. Uh, number two. Oh, man. This is hard for me to – I'm, I'm going to say it. Uh, this is more recent, but I put it on here because I felt like it was an interesting one. Mm-hmm. That I, a moment I did have real goosebumps mm-hmm. in a movie I ended up hating. Okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. Okay. So interesting. All right. <laughs> so that's why I chose it. The Force Awakens. Okay. <laughs> Kylo Ren stopping the bolt in midair. Oh. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Total goosebump moment where I went. Oh, and that's when I went. This movie is going to be so dope. Oh, this is going to be so awesome. And yep. then. Pfft. Yep. But in the theater when I saw that. Total goosebump moment for me. I mean, it, I can I can agree. I mean, to me, there's yeah. almost like two complete opposite reaction goosebump moments for me. Mm. It's like because it is. It's the Kylo Ren stops the laser bolt, and you're like, oh my gosh, are they gonna get this right? Yeah. And then right. and then Kylo Ren takes his helmet off, and you're like, oh no, they, <laughs> they got it wrong. Got it wrong. <laughs> well, you can mention a whole lot, but if you actually go back and watch it on, just on your phone yeah. on YouTube or something, <laughs> yeah, they, the the way they started the Force Awakens was incredible. Yeah. And um, yeah, even so with good. that scene with the the one of the problems with the prequels was that when you have too many lightsabery stuff, they look like little sticks after a while. Mm-hmm. They don't have weight. They don't have. They're not heavy. Yeah. You know the way that Qui Gon and them handled them was like, oh, it looks like like a little pen. Like you can like mm-hmm. flick it in your fingers. This is really like. Yeah. But if you actually go back and watch that first scene, 
and Kylo pulls out his mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. kill that first guy. Sounds like an engine when he turns it yeah. on. Yeah, and yeah. it looks like it's heavy, you yeah. know. And he pulls right. it out and he kills him with it. You're like, wow, I really felt that. Yeah. And, and you start like, wow, they're getting lightsabers correct again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then right after he kills him, what's his name comes out with a thing and he turns around, does the hand, yeah, and yeah. stops it. Yeah. And then who is this guy? You're like, oh, yeah, goosebumps. It's, it's, it's weird. It's almost like they. It's almost like they like shot them. Like overthought it. It's almost like they were like, we can never match Darth Vader. Let's not even try. But like they like legitimately had something on their hands for a moment. Yes, there. like yeah, they legit, like it yeah. was. It's so weird. It's like I, and, it, I, and I listen, I yeah, love this guy already. To me, bam, that's I what the ma- the unmasking was all about. It was like right. the we could never match Darth Vader. Mm. So let's take all the menace out of this character right now oh, and, okay. and try to do something personal. But I just okay. think um, the, the way they set him up right there, and what they also did was when they actually when he stopped the bolt. Mm-hmm. They they have a scene where they take what's his name, um, Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. and they drag him past it, mm-hmm. and he like looks at it right. as they're passing. Yeah. I'm like, this is great filmmaking right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the whole scene happens. Kylo leaves, and then then all of a sudden you're like, what happened to the bolt? Oh, then he let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff, man. Great, but yeah. anyway, when he turned around and stopped it, I'm like goosebump, man. I was like, this is gonna be so sick, and yep. it's just that added to the disappointment. And then, anyway, okay. The worst trilogy in the history of mankind. <laughs> With one of the began, best beginnings. Began. That's that's high praise. Yeah. But go back and watch it. You'll get goosebumps. You'll watch it. Just, just so cool. Anyway, Kylo Ren. All right. Um, third one. Again, I have ton. Of, I have ton. But I'll say this one. Mad goosebumps um, in Spider-Man One, mm-hmm. when Spider-Man first uses his web. No, you love that scene. That's yeah, I know you talk no, about that scene a lot. I know, I talk about. I know, I know. It's not interesting, but I said my interesting <laughs> one before this one. Okay, so, but I will just say this: um, it's not the whole scene that gave me goosebumps. It was a certain moment. Okay. And he he webs the building straight in front of him, mm-hmm. and he takes off, and that's not the goosebump moment. He takes off, and he's heading right towards the building. Usually in movie making. Mm. And actually, what I was expecting when I saw that was mm. he was somehow going to magically miss. Because that, yeah. that's how movies go. Right, yeah. right. You're sitting there as an audience member. He's going right towards the building and then somehow misses it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it usually happens. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, he's going to hit the building. Mm-hmm. So there was a moment, and it gives me goosebumps even when I watch it now, where he goes, well, I'm going to hit. And he, and, he, and he flips to the side. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gives a little bit of a tug, and it pulls him. And, it, and the, the way the camera follows him, and he and he turns his momentum and goes right past this building with mm-hmm. having two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I get goosebumps just right at that part. Mm-hmm. And they have never ever mimicked anything like that, mm-hmm. even close to that. Yeah, ever again. Mm-hmm. So anyway, everybody listening, go back and watch it. You'll know what I'm talking <laughs> about. And that's it. What do you got, Joey? Cool. All right, let me see. I don't know that I have any. I don't know that I have these in any like particular order. Like okay. that's just the top one. So I'll yeah. just skip my three. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So <clears throat> um, the first one I want to talk about is um, is actually going to be the scene in Interstellar. Um, probably uh, one of my absolute favorite. I mean, one of my absolute favorite um, Chris Nolan movies. But when he was uh, crying. Well, the crying scene too, but even just before that, just like I think I get goosebumps when like something is happening in a movie and I'm like realizing the implications of it, right? And so just the scene where they get stuck on the planet for longer, right? And then they're coming back and it's years and years later. And just like entering the ship, 
um, and seeing the one character and how he's like so old now, yeah, and then older. watching yeah. his kids grow up. Just that whole sequence. Twenty three years. Really? Just, I, oh my gosh, that sequence. Uh, that sequence has potentially made me like the most emotional like I've ever been in a movie. Like I just like mm. I just like that whole sequence to me, just like understanding the implications of that. That they were somewhere for over an hour. You know that that, that minutes literally cost them years. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just like it's just such a crazy, like such a really interesting and crazy cool implication. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that could happen simply, but, you know, that that that, that, that great could happen. concept, just, yeah. great concept. So what's her cool name? Well, concept. well executed. What was her yeah. name in that? Huh? What was Brand. her name? Brand. Yeah. What yeah. does this cost us, Brand? Yeah. A lot. Decades. decades. Yeah. Oh, no. What decades? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That scene. Oh my goodness. That scene yeah. just, uh, gave me such goosebumps, and I I love that movie so much. Yep. Um. All right. So the next one I'm going to talk about is um, actually uh one from uh, hold on one second. There we go. Um, and a movie that Athena and I watched over our slew of movies that <laughs> I, actually, I, I actually ended up re- in quarantine that I ended up really loving. She ended up really hating. Um, and maybe it was one of, maybe it was this scene that like made it for me and didn't for her. Um, but we watched In Bruges. Oh um, wow! Yeah, I have not long, seen that. Long, long, okay. long time ago. Um, I, 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 I don't know if you'd like it because it's it's from the same director as Three Billboards. Right, um, right. But I, but I don't this, feel like it's like Three Billboards. Yeah, she liked Three opinion. Billboards. She like hated this movie. I didn't like this movie. Um, but there's a scene in the movie. Um, I'm going to give away some spoilers. So if you've never seen the movie, it's definitely worth watching. You can skip this part if you don't want to get a spoiler. But there's, it's basically about two assassins, right? One, um, Colin Farrell and I forget what the other actor's name is. Oh, that's Brendan Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Yes, Brendan Gleeson. Matt I. Moody. Um, but yeah. basically, <laughs> Brendan Gleeson's character is hey, tasked with taking Colin Farrell's hey, character to Bruges. Um, because they're both assassins, they both work for the same guy, and Colin Farrell on his first assassination basically t- completely screws up, um, and and um, he's he's just I don't want to say how, but he's just he's riddled with so much guilt about mm-hmm. this screw up, right? Um, and there's you know, and so he's in Bruges, and he's he's just he's trying to deal with the emotional trauma of this screw up, and he basically concludes that he's going to kill himself, mm-hmm. and in the meantime, um, Gleason's character. Is basically gets a call from their from their their main guy, the guy who hires them, who pays them to be assassins, right? Um, and he's and he's told that he needs to kill Colin Farrell's character, um, even though he he like has taken Colin Farrell's character under his ring, under his wing. He really believes in him, right? He doesn't want to do it, and he's going through his own emotional thing where he's like, "Am I going to do this?" He goes and he buys, the, he goes and gets the gun from the guy, and he's like, "Am I going to do this?" And there's this really like I think like really interesting kind of scene that I remember giving me goosebumps. Where I mean, it's it's supposed to be dark and almost funny and ironic at the same time. But Brendan Gleeson is is going up. He's walking up to to um, Colin Farrell's character who's sitting in the park, um, and he you know point, he pulls up the gun like he's like he's decided he's going to kill Colin Farrell's character. And then he sees Colin Farrell put the gun to his own head, and you know and rather than being like, oh this like lets me off the hook. I don't even have yeah. to kill this person I love. Instead he just like instead he just like he goes no. And he stops him from doing it. And I remember, I don't know, something about that scene was just like so, um, I don't know, very emotional for me. Mm. Um, that he okay. would just, you know, that he reaches out, that he makes this like split second decision to save this guy's life rather mm. than, you know, than, than to kill this Isn't guy. Isn't that a comedy? Uh, it's weird. So it's like Three Billboards where okay. it takes very it takes very dark material um, and basically is kind of funny about it. But it's also like, I don't know, and to me, not funny. Like it's, mm. it's that same kind of, you guys both complain the Three Billboards seem to have a tone issue. Um, and he and, and that, uh, that <clears throat> I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Um, but it is like it, they're totally like it. it he, I mean that that's what this director seems to do. He seems to take stuff that seems 
tonally incompatible, and then you put them together anyway to see like all the pieces mesh yeah. together. <laughs> but I, I love it. I mean, that movie, I, that was another movie that had me like laughing and crying all at the same time. And I, I don't know, <laughs> I think it's really, I, it's good. But anyway, I, that good. scene, that sequence where he just, you know, he's gonna kill him, and then he stops him from killing himself. Mm. I just, it was very okay. emotional for me. Very good. Mm. Um, all right, and then the last one that I want to talk about uh, that we actually talked about a couple of episodes ago is just the ending of Sixth Sense. Uh, just again understanding those yep. implications right yeah you know when you fi- like when you're realizing just as he is that that he is dead right mm-hmm. that um the bruce willis is dead and you're just like oh my gosh and just like understand the implication like how that how that's now like affects everything in the movie yep. and everything you thought you knew about the movie it's just like uh, one of those uh, it was know. like a cultural phenomenon for yeah. a little bit oh yeah it was Big time. Absolutely. still is if you think about it and the office pointed that out yeah yeah and so <laughs> i mean well that is like it's so funny because i mean that's like you can you know how big that movie is just because of like how much it affected Shyamalan's career because mm-hmm. literally he was basically writing in the shadow of that movie for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. He spent like you know like ten movies trying to come up with another twist right. that was just as good as that movie. Yeah, he was literally being paid to just be like write a movie yeah. that's that's a thriller and has an incredible twist at the end that people are gonna explode about. Yeah, and then he kept trying to do that and you know right to some success and some obviously not success but never as good as the Sixth Sense in my opinion. Um, and so yeah. yeah. Um, but and that and that movie that that whole scene I remember just I remember being a kid and my parents being like yeah you're gonna watch this movie and it, just just wait and I, I can, just wait for what just wait for what and then like when it dawns on you yeah. it's just so cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's Joey's what do you got Athena okay so I was like not totally sure what I was doing so I kind of put <laughs> she this wanted, in she wanted a theme for yeah her I did so I. I think that maybe I get goosebumps more often than other people <laughs> because I have like three categories. So I just did one from each of my goosebump sort of categories. Okay. So the first one that I did was like um, sort of when something is like super shocking and you're like, again, like holding your breath in and then something happens and I don't know. So um, <laughs> we were talking about this movie earlier and I don't really recommend it, but um, so... I can say spoilers and it doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, um, it was in Hereditary, um, which is a horror movie that I really I don't like horror movies. But um, there's a scene. It's actually kind of a long portion, but um, where the main character um, takes his little sister to a party and she ends up eating nuts and she's a, like highly allergic to nuts. Mm-hmm. And once he figures out that there's something wrong with her that she can't breathe, he immediately puts her in the car and starts driving like incredibly fast. Um, to an emergency room home something and she's in the car and she's wheezing and she can't breathe and you're like holding it in and she like is writhing around the back of the car trying to figure out how to breathe and she sticks her head out of the window and he's driving so fast and he decapitates her by hitting a pole and I think that like that part alone just like I'm, so I feel shocking. it I feel it right now yeah, <laughs> just talking about it yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean there's a second half which is that he goes home he doesn't go he doesn't go to the emergency room he knows she's dead mm-hmm. yeah. and he goes home and he parks the car in the drive the driveway and goes to bed mm-hmm. and his mom wakes up in the morning and finds the girl oh, yeah, in yeah, the car yeah, and finds her body. I mean Everything the whole about thing this movie, I just like oh, oh it was horrible oh. it was terrible but yeah. but I like I I feel it right now just how like stressed I am yeah. just thinking well, and about it's, it it's actually and it gave I, you goosebumps yes oh, like yeah. I literally feel them yeah, right yeah, now like, okay, I do too, <laughs> but, but I do too, I do too thinking about that uh Tony Collette 
Yeah. She, yeah. She's, oh, the she's, one, she's the one that makes that scene. Yes. She's another great actress. She really that is. I've really the, discovered the fact, recently. Like, when yeah. she discovers that kid and then you see her in the bedroom screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just going, I just want to die. I just want to die yep. screaming at the top of her lungs. And I'm just like, Good performance that is exactly right? how yeah. a parent would be yeah. if that yeah. would happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, I, and I um, I mean I will say to you like then that's why I even though I don't recommend the movie yeah. I like to talk about how She's, it is such oh. like a, it is like a really well developed movie because no. just because like that movie the pacing is so slow in that movie mm-hmm. in the beginning like there's basically like nothing happening mm-hmm. and you keep, you do you keep like you know it's a horror movie so you're like okay when's something gonna happen something's gonna happen now oh okay not really and it's, the pacing is so slow and then that scene happens that scene just plays out and you're just like holy crap like the mm. whole movie changes. it's starting it like yeah it like turns <laughs> it like turns on its head it's starting. <laughs> and it's like so cleverly done because the movie almost feels too slow and yeah. you're almost like yeah. oh am i yeah. bo- uh, i expect something but i'm starting to get bored and then it happens and I you're don't like holy crap don't watch yep. it yeah don't yep. it's don't. just it's so is your, theme, is your theme horror films no okay. i i picked one from each theme so uh, my next okay. so that was her shocked goosebumps. yes that was yeah. my shocked goosebumps the next one was things that are like emotional or heartwarming and i always think back to the scene in good hunting where um robin williams gets gets um matt damon's file and sees that he was like really terribly abused as a child and um and he says to matt damon i want you to know it's not your fault and matt damon's like yeah no it's fine it's okay yeah. he's like no but it's not your fault and he like says it 12 times and then he starts sobbing and they're both so crying F and- with me man yeah <laughs> um but yeah i just think that's a really great scene in that that one that was, I, I, that was a great scene. That was a great scene. I feel Every it scene in that movie is a great yeah, scene. That's true. Yeah, true. Every single one. From, from him beating up his old uh, kindergarten schoolmate yeah. to to Ben Stiller telling him you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket. Affleck. You know? Affleck. Ben, I'm sorry. Affleck. Ben, like, not Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ben Affleck telling him you're sitting yeah. on a wa- winning lottery ticket. Stiller To one of the greatest monologues in the history of, of yep. you know, just every scene in that movie is great. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. And my third one is like things that are like impactful, like not impactful, like um, like they're big and they're terrifying and you know something's coming and it's not really shocking, but it's it's just like, it's powerful. like a buildup. It's suspenseful. It's power. Yes. So um, this one, this is probably my favorite one of the three, but um, in Jurassic Park when they are in the car and the, and the water ripples. Like, oh, and they yeah, know yeah, that, yeah. and when they know that, it's starting. Spoiler alert: there's a T Rex that comes. After yeah, that. but um, but and that yeah, uh, that's the a, water's that's rippling, cool. and they pretty know pretty iconic. That's actually another great, uh, yeah, more way more iconic. But that's like another great, almost like horror movie. Like it is, like it's yeah. starting. I guess, like you said, right. like, like we're like like basically nothing like absolutely terrible has happened. Other than I guess the intro to that movie, right, with the Velociraptor. But basically, like, nothing terrible yeah. has happened to any of your characters yet, and you're been waiting for it to turn, and then the movie turns, and you're like, oh, yeah. yep, and. Cool. And that has probably got to be one of the top ten greatest scenes of all time. What them the first watching, scene. watching yeah. them, yeah, the, from the start to the end, watching them, you know, to to, the, to them getting in the car and driving away, and the T Rex is run after. He's like, "Go, must go faster, must go faster." I mean, from from beginning mm-hmm. to end, that is one of the greatest scenes of all time in film. Yeah, probably I mean, top 10. honestly, I mean, honestly, that movie, that movie is wild too because 
there is there's so much buildup and tension in that scene that it almost feels like there's no way that any any scene should be able to follow that scene. Right. Like it's almost right, like you, yeah. you almost feel like it's gonna be all it's downhill for here. But then the the Velociraptor scene in the yeah. kitchen with the kids yeah. just amps it up even more, yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. how is this? Like it's just so brilliant. Yeah. It's crazy. The entire movie. It was it was somehow scary. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Like how am I freaked out right now? It's almost like a horror in a way. Yeah. I actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I actually have a coworker. At work, who um, I think I made a uh, uh, I made a reference to the film in front of him, and he just looked at me blankly. And I'm like, mm. "Have you ever seen?" And he he's probably in his you know mid forties. I said, "Have you ever seen Jurassic Park?" He goes, "Ah, no, I don't watch that stuff." I'm like, and now I'm going around telling all my other coworkers, "Hey, he hasn't seen it," and they're like, "What?" And I'm like <laughs> on a mission now to shame him into watching. You it. know, I like I literally gasped gasped when you said that he had never seen it's, it, and yes. I literally have I only saw it like five years ago. Yeah, so. yeah, yep. <laughs> Yeah, the movie's still got it. But I love it. it. I really do. still got it. So my three picks um, all involve music. Pretty much the only time I get goosebumps is when music is involved. Oh, 90s music. 90s music. Heavily involved. When music is heavily involved. So my first pick is when... um, I get goosebumps a couple times in this film, but I'm going to go with when when Max rolls into the Powerline concert and they start (laughs) dancing together. There, <laughs> from a goofy movie, and they all start oh dancing together. Goodness. Hey, hey, uh, yeah. goosebump moments. Yeah, it man. was. I get yeah. goosebumps every time I watch it. That's wait, wait, awesome. wait, when he swings in. When he swings awesome. in, and they and and then they all start dancing together, just on the oh. fly. They just all start dancing together. You know, the music and the moment and the build up was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Athena can do a nice cover up. I think I get more goosebumps right when you show the the shot of the whole uh, concert arena right at the beginning with the music. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, a couple times you get goosebumps. Oh yeah. When, 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 he, when he yeah. skateboards through the concrete uh, tube in, in the beginning, when he's going home after getting that awesome high of like, you know, she accepted my you know invitation oh, yeah, 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 to yeah. the ball or whatever it was, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, what did he ask her to? Wait, wait, what? 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 Well, it was Stacy's Stacy's party. Right, that's what it was. Yeah, he asked Stacey's her to Stacey's party. party. That's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 I couldn't remember what he invited her to for a second there. But when he, he walks in uh, about Stacey's party, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was that the was guy. A who played, yeah, yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. That was actually the guy who played Aladdin played his voice. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. about Stacey's party. You know. <laughs> uh, so so that scene where he where he skateboards that that also gives me goosebumps. A lot of goosebump moments in that movie. Yeah. Second one I'm gonna go with is um, when you believe from um, mm. uh, Prince of mm. Egypt when they sing that yeah, song. Okay. Um, you know, uh, from from the Jewish choir to when the when the when the, the, the when the adult choir comes back in, yeah. that just yeah, you're right, yeah. I just get goosebumps so many I times. Actually, that I film. actually thought about you. I thought that uh, like on the way here, I was thinking, I was like, I was like, what are what are gonna be Luke's goosebump movies? I said, and I said, if he doesn't say Prince of Egypt, I'm be real surprised. <laughs> Wasn't sure about what scene, but I yeah. wish you would have. I wish you would have robbed me the way I robbed yeah, you yeah, with, with well, Anton Chigurh. Yeah. yeah, I was I was really curious to know. Prince of Egypt. One good turn deserves I another. had Prince of Egypt on my list, but it wasn't that. Okay. It was the uh, the Red Sea party. Yeah, that also is a goosebump moment. Where, where he, yeah. you know, cause when he holds it in the air, God ta- speaks, and it goes right into the, he plunges it into the, yeah. And that gave me goosebumps. Right when he plunges it into the water, it's just yeah. like, oh my word, goosebump yeah. moment. Yeah. Yep, yep. And the whole trip through the ocean, like the goosebumps don't stop, you know. It's just yeah. an amazing thing. Really awesome. So, um, and the third one, also heavily influenced by music, but one of the greatest films of all time. Neo shakes the dust off him in the Matrix. Um, yeah, I was like, wait, he's beginning to believe, ma- man. I, yeah. the Matrix? I have that. I have that on mine, but I thought you, you would figure I would say it, so I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> goosebumps every time. He's that that to whole movie him. has so many goosebump moments. Oh in yeah. It, but mm-hmm. 
Yep. That part yeah. was awesome. No, that, yeah, the music the at that part. The goosebump moment. Yep. It wasn't, yeah. but it was not the he's beginning to believe moment. It wasn't that, though. What was it? it, 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 it that was when, 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 when uh, Trinity goes back. She goes, you've got to send me back. Mm-hmm. And then, he, then she goes, Neo, come back or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't at the phone booth and yeah. turns and faces Smith. Okay. That's when Morpheus, what's he doing? He's, being He's beginning to believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. The dust part was a little bit later. Okay. Uh, when right. she's like, oh, he's, he's killing him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of spits on the ground, then he gets up, and then... Oh, right. That's true. Remember that? Yeah. So he didn't, he didn't specifically say beginning to believe there. So this would actually be two goosebump moments. Mm. <laughs> right when he said he's beginning to believe, that was a goosebump moment. And then a little bit later when he's doing that, that's another goosebump moment. <laughs> yeah. Morpheus is fighting Neo. Goosebump. Goosebump. Yeah. Totally. Yep. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, so that's that's yeah. our list uh, this week uh, or this month of three times you got goosebumps watching a movie. Um, next month, what we are going to tackle is uh, a relatively new concept, an internet sensation of uh, describe a film plot badly. Uh, so <laughs> give me, give me. Oh. So, so the idea is, it's to be more specific. It's to it's describe a film plot with. badly, but to be more specific, it's take the most boring approach to this film that you possibly can, and sum it up in that way, right? Yeah, boring in general. Yeah, right? boor- yeah. just completely boring. And maybe there's a hidden theme in there that you reduce it to. That's not necessarily the main theme, but you could make the argument that that's the message. So okay. three, explain a film plot badly. Give me three movies and explain the film plot badly. Gotcha. So, all right. All right. Awesome. Well, folks, did, did anyone have any um, any other contenders? Yeah, Dove, uh, give me some honorable mentions real oh, quick. Honorable mentions. That's what I meant. Sixty okay. seconds. Just real quick. Yeah, six, <laughs> sixty seconds. I had Prince of Egypt uh, when the Party of the Red Sea. Yeah. I had uh, uh, Neo Smith Matrix, specifically the dust. Yes. And the you know. Yep. The, this thing. Yep. Whatever. Oh, people can see that. I had um, uh, the Avengers montage. When they did the montage with each character oh, fighting. Oh yes, yeah. And then, mm-hmm. but specifically yep. when Tony zaps Cap's shield and yes. Cap directs it. Yep. That yep. was a very much a goosebump moment for yep. me. What um, about when Cap held Milnir? Well, that is the next one. Oh, okay. Endgame. <laughs> Cap handling Milnir. I was like, oh, I had goosebumps the entire time for that. Yeah. That was awesome. That made the movie. Yeah. In my mind. I had uh, Operation Dumbo Drop, the skydive. Okay. In Operation Dumbo Drop, I always get goosebumps. Ray Liotta. You one of his favorite scenes. <laughs> just that's those, true. Summary of Dove's favorite scenes. I know, right? It, well, it kind of is, I guess. Well, that's yeah. why they're my favorite scenes. <laughs> Summary um, of Dove's favorite scenes. To, uh, uh, when Dash runs on water in uh, okay. The Incredibles. Oh, my word. That's yeah. a good one. I got that's goosebumps at that. Also, uh, when Frozone carried Dash first. Uh, Dash was about to get steamrolled. Yeah, yeah. Frozone picks him up and he's just like flying through, you know. Yeah, and, and they show him. They show him show skating him along. Oh that, my yeah. word! I was like, that so was a total awesome. goosebump moment. Yep. Um, and uh, that's all I had. No Joy. Right. I, I realized. I realized um, as I was thinking here too that I could probably make an entire separate list of Robin Williams movie goosebump uh, moments. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say the one that Athena said. I'd also say, um, "Oh, Captain, my Captain," and Dead Poets Society. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is something amazing yeah, about that. Yeah, we're not scene. even getting um, into like sports and movies too yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And just know? like just that scene, just that yeah. whole idea that like you've taught your students in a way that they're able to like represent back to you like what you've yep. taught them and then that you've had an impact on them is really cool. Um, and then I'd also say the uh, uh, Rufio moment in um, uh, in Hook. So. Oh. Okay. Yep. 
Um, and uh, I'll say for for mine one, uh, the you said sports movies that reminded me of the of that entire scene where uh, uh, Jonah Jonah Hill is explaining to Brad Pitt uh, from Moneyball. Mm-hmm. Hey, we can get these guys for cheap, and he's describing, and that awesome music is playing in the background, and he's describing, you know, this guy right here. He has he has uh, a really weird throw, but he he has great numbers, yeah. and the reason people don't get him because he throws very weird. A guy like this normally throwing normal would be like two mil, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah, twenty yeah. million dollars a year. We can get him for one hundred thirty-five thousand, and it's <laughs> oh, goosebumps everywhere. Goosebumps <laughs> everywhere. I love baseball. So anyway. All right, folks. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will see everybody next month. This is Luke Dove, Joey Athena, and Brad saying thank you so much for listening to the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen podcast. Check us out on Facebook and uh, leave a nice review on iTunes. And, um, yeah, just leave a nice review on iTunes and subscribe. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you guys next yeah. time. Don't cancel Later. us. <laughs> <laughs>